When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. UFOs, crop circles, shape-shifting creatures, and cattle mutilation. Could this be the most paranormal sight in the world? Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, and this week we travel to the terrifying Skinwalker Ranch. Some have titled this ranch in northeastern Utah cursed due to the high amounts of paranormal activity and it's now known by many as Skinwalker Ranch. When Terry Sherman got so scared by the happenings on his new cattle ranch, he was only able to last 18 months before selling the 512-acre site. He and his wife Gwen shared their experiences with a local reporter in June 1996. They had seen UFOs, crop circles and the systematic mutilation of their cattle in a bloodless manner. In the local paper, The Desert News, it was said that the Shermans had seen three specific types of UFOs repeatedly during the past 15 months. A small, box-like craft with a white light, a 40-foot-long object and a huge ship the size of several football fields. They've seen one craft emit a wavy red ray or light beam as it flies along. They've seen other airborne lights, some of which have emerged from orange circular doorways that seem to appear in midair. They've videotaped two of the sightings. But apparently what they have witnessed is not unusual for the Utah Basin. For a long time we wondered what we were seeing, if it was something to do with a top secret project. I don't know really what to think about it. They once discovered three circles of flattened grass, each about eight feet across in a triangular pattern, about 30 feet from each other. In a nearby pasture, other strange soil impressions have been found, circles about three feet wide and a foot or two deep, with the dirt in the centre perfectly flattened. One of the flying lights followed Gwen's car on her way home from work one night. It looked like headlights, but they were a little ways away from the craft and there was a red glowing thing, about an 18-inch circle. It just lit the whole side of the mountain up like broad daylight. While out in one of the fields with the family dogs, Terry heard male voices speaking an unfamiliar language. The voices seemed to be about 25 feet above him, but Terry couldn't see a thing. The dogs were frantic. They barked and growled before running off to the ranch house, Terry said. 
the Shermans have linked the sightings with the death or disappearance of seven of their cows. Four have disappeared without a trace. Three others have been found dead and partially mutilated. We've seen the UFOs enough and we know pretty much what the craft looked like. And I think it's definitely associated with the cattle mutilations. When we see the crafts and then the cattle, we have problems. You talk to a lot of people around here that at one time or another have seen something they just can't explain. There's been a lot of cattle mutilations, and a lot of them weren't reported. Several ranchers told me that when they had a mutilation, they just called the authorities, and the authorities couldn't do anything. So it was just a waste of time and effort. It went clear down here and just above where this cow's mutilated. It went over some poplar trees there that are probably 40 to 50 feet tall. That's the first time we realised that it wasn't an RV. The ranch was bought by UFO enthusiast Robert Bigelow, which I'll talk about in a bit. He set up round-the-clock surveillance, but they were unable to capture any meaningful evidence. Were the Shermans lying about what they saw? Or were they seeing things that the nearby Native Americans had taken note of centuries earlier? The Shermans also claimed to see mysterious large animals, most notably being a wolf three times bigger than a normal wolf. Then on the night of March the 12th, 1997, after the ranch had been sold off, biochemist Colm Kelleher, working with Bigelow's National Institute for the Discovery of Science, claimed to see a large humanoid creature spying on the research team from a tree. It lay motionless, with the only indication of its presence being the penetrating yellow light of the unblinking eyes. After Kelleher shot at it, it scarpered, leaving a single oval track six inches in diameter with two sharp claws protruding from the rear, almost looking like a bird of prey. If it's snow, it's hard for a 1,200 or 1,400 pound animal to just walk off without leaving tracks or to stop and walk backwards completely and never miss their tracks. It was just gone. It was very bizarre. Repeated sightings of human-like creatures have led some to invoke the name Skinwalker, a shape-shifting character from Navajo tribal folklore. Among the Navajo, Skinwalkers are like werewolves, evil witches who can transform themselves into the creatures of their choosing. But Sherman's family ranch was 400 miles north of Navajo Nation. It was next to Utah Territory. What could this creature have been? Now, you see, there's a few things in this case that absolutely fascinate me. The first being that every door inside the ranch, inside the house, had large, heavy duty locks and deadbolts on both sides of the doors and all the windows were bolted shut. Why on earth would you have dead bolts on either side of your doors? I mean, to me, that's that's a bit creepy. The family while staying there, this first family, the Shermans were so upset and they actually used the words they felt they were being tormented. They gave an interview as we mentioned earlier on, to a local newspaper. And this did catch the eye of the National Institute for Discovery of Science, or NIDS uh, for short. And as we just discussed, this institute was founded by, uh, he was a real estate developer, Robert Bigelow, who then 
so encaptured by this case, ended up purchasing the ranch. Now, for eight years, that's a long time, NIDS conducted scientific investigations into the property and the land. And because of that, a book called Hunt for the Skinwalker was published. So these creatures that are being seen, they're described as being the size of three times the size of a wolf. And the most extraordinary thing happened when the family first moved in. I think it was the first day that they actually moved in. They saw this enormous wolf-like creature coming towards the family. And it seemed quite friendly enough. And at one point, I think one of the the sons said, oh, you know, can we have it as a pet? Look, it seems quite friendly. And then it turned, went towards the fence and grabbed a young calf uh, that had its head poking out of the fence and decided it was going to have this calf. Well, as you can imagine, the family were really shocked by this and took out a gun and the creature was, was shot at point blank range and it was shot again. And the third shot, only on the third shot, did the creature release the calf. And the weird thing was, there was no blood, there was nothing, no wound could be seen. The owner then picked up a rifle uh, and shot two more times, where a piece of the animal's flesh uh, seemed to come away and, and it was on the floor. The animal then ran away. When the family went to look at the skin on the ground, the flesh, it was really unusual and there was an awful, terrible, rotting oh, flesh smell that came with it. And in two years, unidentified creatures were seen on the land and not just sort of these wolf creatures or these huge, I don't know what to describe them, these sort of alien creatures with large talons and uh, bizarre they, they seem to be, but also unusual birds of prey, very colourful birds that weren't, um, you know, supposed to be in that, they weren't from uh, that country, they weren't from America, which I find extraordinary. Now, we move on to the paranormal activity. And I know, um, you know, you're listening to this and you're thinking, when we talk about paranormal activity, a lot of people talk about orbs. Well, these orbs that were experienced inside the ranch and around the ranch and on the land weren't just the orbs that I've seen. I wish I could experience these orbs. They were like huge glass spheres. And inside them, there seemed to be this blue liquid they were incredible to look at. Were they extraterrestrial? That's my thinking, because they were like nothing anybody had ever witnessed or seen or reported before. One particular, I think it was early evening, the owner was out uh, and he had three dogs, quite large dogs, and they saw these, these orbs appeared out of the trees. The dogs went into a complete rage and were seemed seemingly incredibly excited by seeing these blue balls, these blue orbs floating in front of them. And the dogs ran off following these three orbs. The owner called these dogs, called the dogs, called the dogs. They never came back. They never came back. He went back. It was too dark to go and look for them and thought they'll come back on their own. The following morning, he went out to search for his beloved three dogs and instead found flattened pieces of earth. Remember, I talked about them at the beginning, flattened pieces of earth um, and three of them 
like scorch marks. And in the middle of the scorch marks were like this sort of black mush, which the owner took to be his dogs. He knew then that he couldn't live on this ranch anymore. There was something evil about it. Something was possessing his home. So they put the ranch up for sale. Now, the array of UFOs that have been seen at Skinwalker are just phenomenal. Just so varied and strange craft just flying over the house. Uh, uh, just just incredible. Varied in size, as, as we talked about at the beginning uh, of the episode. Um, but this was really strange. Um, the owner's wife was home alone. And she noticed on the drive how, how, how anybody had managed to get through the gates. She doesn't know. But she noticed on the drive that she saw like a... I suppose, like a motorhome, a van of some kind. And she was really frightened. She phoned her husband. He was away at the time and said, you need to come home. He drove through the night to get home. She noticed that there was a man inside this van, but this man was wearing like a black visor and um, like a black uniform. And she saw the door being opened and inside there were like computer screens and really weird equipment. In the morning or when her husband came home, um, the van had disappeared, but all that was left was the most enormous boot print with no tread. It was absolutely huge, the scale of which I don't know, but can you imagine seeing that on your land? I mean, you'd be, well, I just, well, I think I would have had a heart attack and died. And then, of course, there's the story of the paranormal hitchhiker, which I know Glenn Hunter myself touched upon uh, when we were last talking about the Skinwalker Ranch. This, to me, is really frightening. So you've got this extraordinary uh, paranormal activity happening inside the house, these incredible balls of blue light. But not only that, we're talking about objects moving on their own, voices in strange high EMF readings. The list goes on and on and on. It really is quite extraordinary. But what happens is people will then visit the ranch and then when they come home, something seemed to have followed them. The paranormal activity has followed them and causing absolute mayhem in their own home. You know, why is this happening then? I believe that UFOs, aliens of some kind, are very close and possibly connected with paranormal activity, ghosts and so on. Now, you see, I want to read this to you because this is, uh, I got it from Wikipedia, but uh, the quotes are true. And because uh, I know sometimes Wikipedia can be a little bit, is this true or not? But I found uh, a couple of quotes from a skeptic. According to a skeptical author, Robert Schaefer, he writes, the phenomenon at Skinwalker is almost certainly illusionary. Not only was the several years long monitoring of Skinwalker by NIDS unable to obtain proof of anything unusual happening, but also the people who owned the property prior to the Shermans, a family whose members lived there 60 years, deny that any mysterious phenomena of any kind occurred there. Schaefer says the parsimonious explanation is that the supernatural claims about the ranch were made up by the Sherman family prior to selling it to the gullible Bigelow. Schaefer wrote that many of the more extraordinary claims originated solely from Terry Sherman, who worked as a caretaker after the ranch was sold to Bigelow. 
1996, skeptic James Randi awarded Bigelow a Pegasus Award for funding the purpose of the ranch and for supporting John E. Max and Bud Hopkins investigations. The award category designated Bigelow as, quote, the funding organization that supported the most useless study of a supernatural, paranormal, or occult. Wow. And, well, the wow isn't in the end quote, but wow. So, what's going on at Skinwalker? What do you think? Are there aliens? I believe there are. And I also think that the legend of a shapeshifter or skinwalker is very possible. Who on earth are we to snub, including James Randi, these ancient beliefs that Native Americans see as real beings? Anything is possible and we mustn't be so ignorant and blind to scoff and shut them out. As I know, living in a haunted house myself, the ghostly occupants will only come and show themselves when they want to. So for all the reports and all the books and all the experiments and all the people that have lived, this family that lived there and and talked about their experiences, I believe them. I really do. And I think it's very rude and very ignorant of people to just poo-poo it and say, what a load of nonsense. How dare they? How dare they? So, when the scientists came to study the ranch, who's to say that the forces that were present decided not to play ball? There's too many stories, too many bizarre eyewitness accounts. And if the Native Americans are to be believed, then the land and the house on Skinwalker is definitely cursed by something. But what that something is, we don't know yet. God, please, I'm in my praying position. Father Christmas, anyone that can hear me, can you make it possible for me and my team to stay at the Skinwalker Ranch? Well, I can only wish, can't I? This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I want to let you know about an amazing new offer just for you. We're launching a new weekly bonus series, Yvette Investigates. Each week, we'll be releasing a new episode as part of an investigation into a paranormal event or phenomena with leading experts and historians. For just 99 pence a week, you get this exclusive bonus episode delivered into your podcast feed, as well as getting our main episode ad-free and a day earlier than everybody else. There's three different tiers you can subscribe to. Head to paranormalpod.co.uk now to find out how to subscribe and become one of our podcast paranormal investigators. As a special thanks, we'll even give the first 50 paranormal investigators a shout out and a big thank you on the podcast. Welcome back. This week's experience is from Colin, who had a rather strange encounter in Greece. My uh, spiritual Greek encounter uh, started last year when I went to Thessaloniki in Greece for five days. I managed to get away in between lockdowns. Um, and I stayed at a place called the Caravan Hotel. Uh, the Caravan Hotel was a, formerly a bank, so the walls were really thick, and you couldn't hear any noises from any of the rooms, and there was hardly any residents there, so it was really quiet. On the first night, it had been really hot that day, so I lay in bed, and I had the aircon on, and I was covered by a, just by a single sheet. When I decided to go to sleep, I turned onto my side and the sheet was lying halfway up my arm. Straight away, as soon as I turned the lights on, there was a a chair scrape along the floor, a wooden chair on the marble floor. And as soon as the chair scraped, the sheet that was covering my arm was moved up and over my shoulder which was really strange because normally when you think of things like that, uh, the sheet would naturally fall away. But this one didn't. He was brought up. It was like somebody was tucking me in because he was cold. The funny thing was, though, I wasn't scared. And usually anything spooky really uh, scares me witless. I still managed to go to sleep and nothing more happened again that night. The second night, I came home early. I'd been out for a meal. Admittedly, I'd had a couple of beers, but, you know, nothing much. And as soon as I walked into the room, I wanted to be sick. 
really violently sick. Uh, straight away, it hit me instantly. And I was, I remember kneeling over the, the toilet pan, preparation for the, for the uh, volcanic deluge that was going to erupt from my stomach. Immediately, it just left me straight away. Like somebody switching a switch, it went immediately. Later that night, as I lay in bed, I heard an, another noise. This one was like, like a, a slap, like a, a, imagine a flip-flop slapping the floor. Something happened. It was like there was an energy flowing through me or laying on top of me. And I likened it later to a mild voltage surging through my body, like, say, like 50 volts. Not enough to hurt you, but like a gentle buzzing and it lasted for about half an hour. And eventually I, I, I just plucked up courage and said, I know you mean me no harm, but I don't list like this. Can you leave me alone? And it, it seemed to work and it, it went away straight away. The next night, the same thing happened. A noise and then this energy. Well, this time it, it didn't go away. It lasted for about four hours. And then the final night, it happened again. Only this time for about half an hour again, it left when I, when, I, when I said so. When I checked out next day, I'd spoken to the hotel manager and they'd never heard of anything like this happening before. In all this time I was there, I never felt scared and I was never worried about going to the room or being in the room on my own. It almost felt affectionate and not threatening at all, as if somebody was caring for me. When I came home, I had—I did have problems. I had six months of anxiety because I, at one point I thought that it'd come back with me because I kept having these similar kind of experiences every night. But that was anxiety brought on by what had happened in Greece. And once I realised that, everything returned back to normal. I really liked some some answers as to what people think happened to me um, in Thessaloniki. Thank you. Colin, thank you so much for sharing your story. Wow. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? The fact that that sheet moved up and over your shoulder and you heard that flip of the, of the flip-flops on the, on the marble floor and that wonderful electricity that you felt pulsating through your body and it being there for such a long time. And it didn't just happen the once, it happened a few times. But what I love about this is that you said, please don't do that or words to that effect. You know, I don't like it. Please make it go away. And it did. It stopped. And do you know your story, Colin? Really, I I've got something to share with you because something happened to me recently in my own home um, that really scared me to death. <laughs> I was, this was only a few days ago. I was in the house on my own and I'm always a little bit nervous when I'm, when I'm on my own. Not from a paranormal nature, but I just don't really like being in, in, in the house uh, when nobody else is here. Anyway, I'm on my laptop and I have two doors uh, before you get to my actual bedroom, which I lock when I'm on my own. And I'm there and I'm on my laptop and it's still light outside and I've, you know, uh, got a cup of tea and my biscuits and I'm quite relaxed and I'm on my laptop and I'm looking up crystals, which I absolutely love. And I'm thinking, oh, shall I get this? Shall I get all of a sudden? outside of the bedroom door, remember it's locked, I can hear somebody moving. 
Now, we live in a um, 16th century home. So as you can imagine, the floorboards are very creaky. And I can hear... And it, it went on like that, like somebody was swaying from side to side outside the door. First, I thought, oh, my God, Watson's somehow got up here, my dog. And then I thought, no, he can't because I locked the doors. And you know that feeling, and Colin, you'll, you'll, you'll know, you'll understand this because it's happened to you. That feeling of your adrenaline just, I don't know, just rushes through your body from your head, to your fingertips to your toes. And everything, you, you, you're sort of in shock and you, you, your breath is, <gasps> and then I could hear my heartbeat banging in my own ears. I was so frightened because there was somebody in my house. There was a burglar in my house. I picked up my phone. I didn't ring Carl because he was on a most haunted event. And I thought, well, I'm not going to worry him. He's miles away. I know I'll ring my daughter, Mary. <laughs> she was out with some friends and I phoned her. And I, as I brought my phone up to my ear, I could see my hand was shaking. I was so frightened. And this noise uh, 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 was still happening. Mary answered the phone. What's up, Ma? Are you Okay. No, Mary, no, somebody's in the house, somebody's in the house, I don't know what to do. Right, Mark, calm down. Right, you need to you need to open the door, you need to find out who's there. Um, and she told me to get, I have a samurai sword next to my bed, as you do. Uh, and so I took the samurai sword, there I was, in my vest and my big apple catcher bedtime knickers, and I'm stood on the other side of the door with Mary on the phone. She's telling me what to do. And I'm tapping the sword against the door. And I'm saying, if you're there, if you're there and you're a burglar, well, F off, I said. <laughs> and as I'm tapping the sword on the door, I heard what sounded like, what sounded like. Remember, I'm very nervous, but I swear I heard it. It sounded like a little girl going, oh. Just a, just a quick little whimper or a child. I, in my head, I've got a girl, but it was a child. Then Mary said, you need to, you, she said, you need to see if there's a human out there or not. So very bravely, I, I opened the door, I had the sword and there was nobody there whatsoever. And, and I shouted and I said, please stop, stop. You're frightening me. And I know you don't want to frighten me. So please. And then I said to my dad, dad, what's going on? You're supposed to stop this sort of thing from happening. Please, it's frightening me. And it stopped, completely stopped. I mean, to be fair, it stopped as soon as I opened the door. Um, I subsequently have found out that since doing my sittings, which I do each week with, with Carl and my friends, that if you do remember, we have two children that, that uh, are ghostly residents of our house because they used to live here. And apparently it was the little girl and she'd come to say hello, but I'd frightened her. So I ended up having, my dad told me through the tapping, I must apologise. <laughs> so I have, I stood there and I'm ever so sorry, Elizabeth, for frightening you, but you frightened me, please. Whenever you want to come and talk to me, come and talk to me in the daytime, but never when I'm on my own, in the house on my own at nighttime when I'm ready for bed, because I'll always be scared. And so I explain myself. So sorry if I digress a little bit, but Colin, going back to what you said, it's always good to talk out loud. Always say, please stop this. It's frightening me. And nine times out of 10, it will work. Now, you also said, you know, what do you think it could have been? Now, I really believe, I, if you were on the phone, I'd be asking this, just before you went away on holiday, this is something I got in my head. 
Were you suffering from, I mean, stress? Uh, were you uh, exhausted, stressful? Had you had some sort of argument with somebody uh, and you needed to just get away from it all? Forgive me if you didn't, but this is just me thinking that perhaps, um, you know, this is what had happened to you before you came to Greece. And what happens is when we relax, our human bodies emit a different type of vibration. So you're relaxed, you're having a good time, you're seeing the sea, it's lovely warm weather, you're having lovely food. All of a sudden, our loved ones can then, they find it easier to come into that space, to come into your aura, to try and connect with you because you're relaxed. You're not so het up. Your mind isn't going 10 to the dozen all the time. You're thinking about things at work or, oh, I've had an argument with such and such a body and I'm really upset about All of a sudden that fades away and you are relaxed. Subconsciously, you are relaxing. So therefore, they can come into your vibration and let you know that they are around and make you feel relaxed. Now, it could have been a ghost from the bank, um, someone who had perhaps worked there, but I really think that someone close to you that's passed on wanted to give you some positive energy, some healing and some love. And I really believe that's what that electricity feeling is. Lots of people report that feeling when they are close to uh, a spirit or they're having healing work done. So that's what made me think about you needing healing, Colin. And I, I really believe that would have worked. You also said that it happened to you when you were at home, but you then realized it was your anxiety. Hold on to that feeling because I really believe it's your loved one sending you love and healing. I hope that helps, Colin. I really, really do. Do get back in touch and let me know if that kind of makes sense. That would be great. Well, thank you for listening to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, and a huge thanks to all our lovely listeners for sharing their visitation stories with me. You can get in touch and share your own stories. You can be anonymous. There's no need to give us your name if you don't want to. Here's the address. It's paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com or we are on WhatsApp and here's the number 075-999-27537 and we are on Instagram and our handle is at paranormalactivitypod. Now you can stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow and we'll be back again same time next week. But if you can't wait until then, you can visit us at www.paranormalpod.co.uk where you can find options to get episodes a day early. Have a great week, stay safe and remember, things aren't always as they seem. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.